wireless technology that wireless microphones would be much farther ahead than they are. I wonder how... Oh, this is kind of neat. Now I can hear me over the mic on the headphones and also hear you. Yeah. Look since, at you. Fancy. Since, since I have two headphones on. Some sort of fancy broadcaster. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. What if Wednesday is back on Screen Playground podcast where we break a story? Not just any story, a random and ridiculous story, and we make it into something good. Well, since I've started writing the uh, premises, the they're they're a little less ridiculous, <laughs> only slightly, <laughs> only slightly less ridiculous. The last one seemed ridiculous, and it turned into probably my favorite one of all time. Well, there you go. It didn't seem ridiculous so much as a little vague. Yeah, there was the whole shaman aspect of you know, grieving husband murder case, plus shaman. You know, that was a little crazy, but we made it work, and actually, you know, without a coked-out AI producer breathing down our neck, we can be a little more flexible with the ideas. Yeah, fucking robots, man. Kind of helps. I've got my note cards that have stupid, random premises, and a few good ones, and, uh, why don't you pick a number between 1 and 16? Oh, all right, all right. Let me do ten. All right. All right. That's interesting. All right. Okay. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good one, is it? I don't know. I'm not going to uh, be judgmental because last time I, I was and I was completely wrong. All right. All right, so here's our pitch. An independent, spunky young woman buys an old house and soon discovers that it's haunted. Mm. She is terrified, but after realizing that these goats can't hurt her, she tries to help them move on, and she comes to care for them. She falls in love with a ghost hunter type that she consults <laughs> okay so this to me right off the bat says it's a light-hearted movie this is probably more comedy than than horror yes although we could she... sort of play with the expectations of uh it being scary and then evolving into like a friendship yeah, I mean, I could definitely see a trailer for this already playing out where it's like, you know, independent woman moves into this new creepy house that she got for an amazing deal. And then, like, you know, you turn up the scare factor and, and, and all of a sudden the ghosts are, you know, clearly present. And then and then you kind of flip the switch on everybody with the fact that they can't hurt her. They actually don't mean her any harm. And she could actually help them out. Yeah. And, and that's, they can help that, her that's out. why she's like, you know, I, I, I specified her being a strong, you know, uh, spunky woman because, you know, it's it's something where she she's not going to get run off. 
if she's no. not in any danger, it's gonna cut. Right. It, it, it comes to a point where she's just like, "Look, I'm not leaving." So what do you what do you guys want? <laughs> right. Well, that's actually a pretty good start then to the to the to the movie. Like, she moves into this house. We know that, right? Now, would it be good to establish why she's moving? Like, you know, is she turning over a new leaf in her life? What are we? How are we kicking this off? Good question. Is she newly divorced? Is she is she just out of college? Um, you know, did she inherit this house from grandma? No, I kind of like the idea that, you know, she's very independent. She's just the type that would love an old, you know, antique kind of classic house. And she finds, like you said, Uh, one for a great deal. And she's going to move in and start a new life and and fix it up. Start her new life and be home. And it's it's a beautiful home that needs some work. A little fixer-upper. Yeah. But the bones are good, you know. You know, the, I, I don't see this being like Beetlejuice, but it's got a little Beetlejuice in it, kind of. You know, the, the premise sure, is, right. is a little Beetlejuicey. There's a reference point. It's almost like if, uh, oh gosh, what is Winona Ryder's name in the movie? I don't remember. It's like if the movie if if the movie told her story as a grown up buying that house, like she would have been into it, kind of. Good point. Okay. Uh, but but you know, before we really get to the ghost part, because that's kind of that's the easy driving the movie aspect is is you know the 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 ghosts and her and you know we can get into all that. But I think what we should establish first is what does this woman really want? Like, let's get her want out of the way. It's it's go, It goes beyond like, oh, I'm so happy like I get to purchase my first house. There's got to be a bigger want that, that the ghosts can come in and help fulfill. What's that overarching truth that she's looking for? I like, you know, you threw some things out there that uh, I kind of liked. Um, maybe she's divorced. I, I like the divorced. I like something where... This is her turning over over a new leaf and starting a new life. Right. Okay. So we are starting a new life, like turning over that new leaf. I like that. Okay. You know, maybe maybe she's had a rough go. It's part of why she wants to start a new chapter by like, you know, maybe she lived in the city. She was like a a professional woman, you know, a career woman, Mm -hmm. had a husband. And now she's just like, you know what? I, I want to live a life uh, that I want to live, of peace and quiet, and I want to be like, you know, work on me, that kind of thing. Right. She's lost something, and she's she's doing this to, to find it. Right. Well, she maybe she, you know, the, the, the divorce sort of uh, kicks off a uh, introspective period where she kind of goes, what do I really want out of my life? And, you know, she's like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to be... Uh, a lawyer in the big city or whatever how about this what yeah i like i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of in in on that for a second like what if she's a really hard working like city dweller right so she, let's just say lawyer you said lawyer that's a good one something you got to work really hard towards mm-hmm. and then maybe maybe we kind of start with her there in the city and she's working hard but like maybe she gets passed up for partner and that sort of makes it that, that sort of disillusions her a little bit, and she's worked really hard, and she's kind of leaned all the way into this to this lifestyle, and she didn't get it, and she feels a little bit slighted, and maybe it makes her look in the mirror and just real, reevaluate and say, "I gotta, I gotta do something different here. Like this, I, I spent all this time on this, and these people don't appreciate me. Like I, I, I need to, I need to 
figure something else out. So what if she moves to the country, gets this home, and she wants to start her own practice? And maybe the ghosts can tie into that. Like, you know, the ghosts are... You know, they have a history in the house and they know a lot about uh, the towns going on. And maybe maybe they can she she can use those ghosts to, like, help the townspeople with their case, you know, with with their cases against some big corporation that's trying to buy the, buy up all the properties. You know what I mean? Like you can start to tie it all together. Well, I, yeah. And I guess it would have to be something if we're going to switch tones or mix tones it can't be like and we're gonna have a little bit of a, a light-hearted comedic take eventually uh, we can't have it be something where like they want vengeance for all being murdered in the house exactly exactly because you know but, you know and really, then she she falls yeah. in love with the ghost hunter medium type guy and so you know th- th- there's a love story aspect to it as well Absolutely, and then you get that kind of play, like she's a serious lawyer type, and he is like this ghost hunter, which, how is that even a job? You know, in her mind, she's like, uh, okay, yeah, I know I'm calling you, but there are for real ghosts here. How how in the hell do you even make a living doing this stuff? Right. I don't know, people so, do it. So there's, yeah, there's this weird odd couple thing going on between the two of them, so, you know, she's, because she's so kind of in line and he's sort of left field so I, I like that too okay so she she she's she's moving out to the country she wants to have her own practice out there uh then uh the haunting begins yeah now here's an interesting question how how do we do the uh the tonal shift and over how long of a period i think you do that within the first 15 minutes i think by the end of the first 15 minutes she's She's in the country. She's uh, she's she's working on the house. You know, like the house is still kind of in a bit of disrepair. So she's maybe you know she's working on it herself. Mm-hmm. She's alone there, and like you know, a weird door... shit starts happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 we can kind of start to make the shift right then and there. And you know, lights aren't working, so there's dark corners of the house and all this. Um, so the, 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 it starts to kind of permeate into the atmosphere, like, oh, something is off here. Right. And then when she realizes, okay, this, this house is haunted as fuck, I feel like there should be sort of a, a crisis there of like, what do I do? Like, I just, <laughs> I just re, you know, uh, uprooted my whole life. Yeah. Maybe she went all in, put her whole savings into this house. Yeah. Or into the, you know, creating a new business and all that stuff in the country. Right. She's got to make it work. I like, she's, she's, I like that pressure. At first, I think she's terrified. So it's like, well. She's terrified, but she's got to make it work. What do I do? And then I feel like, you know, she has to kind of decide. Maybe that's when she, uh, well, I don't know. Is that when she calls the ghost hunter guy? Because I feel like there should be like a scene. I'm seeing a scene where like legit horror movie terrifying and then nothing happens you know what i mean like like she sees she sees the ghost it's almost like trying to scare her like beetlejuice you know the ghosts are trying to get her out of there but but she doesn't run away even though she's terrified and then so she she kind of realizes like you guys can't do anything to me 
they, like they are trying to scare her out of the house, which could work enough, by the way. And I think in a realistic situation, like I'm fucking scared. There's like some legitimate shit going on here. So she could at first say to herself, like, okay, this seems crazy, but what if I call this ghost hunter guy? You know, like we can we can insert him in there somewhere. You know, like she could have, you know, maybe he like has a reality TV show or like she has some knowledge of a ghost hunter where she's like maybe. Um, I bring this guy in. Another, another idea that had been floating around in my head was what about um, an actual medium, like somebody who contacts spirits? Because a lot of those, uh, the, right now, the the Annabelle franchise, the Conjuring franchise, that's like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole me- medium aspect to it. Somebody who can connect both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. So if she brings if she brings that guy in to try to do that, what she's trying to do is mediate because that's what she's good at, right? She's a she's a she's a litigator. She's ah, an attorney. I like what you did there. So she's like, okay, I got to figure this out because I like I need to make this work here. So I'll call this guy as ridiculous as that seems, but I need I need this 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 mediator this this in between guy. So she calls the in between guy. And uh, and she finds out. Um, well, she finds out what? What does she find out? That is 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 the the uh, okay. Let's give these people names. Yes. Okay. Uh, her name could be Darla. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Jessica. It's a. It's Jessica. Okay. Well, I guess it's not as fun as Darla, but Jessica indeed. Well, you know, she's a serious businesswoman. Can't be walking around okay. being Darla the lawyer. <laughs> Darla, attorney at law. There's a, there's a Darla. There's a Darla out there who's a lawyer. I'm sure of it. Yeah, anyway, maybe Jessica. maybe in Boise. <laughs> well, <laughs> she could certainly be in Boise with this scenario. So Jessica calls up. Um, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Tim Berry. She calls up Tim Berry, ghost medium, yes. to come to her house and help her with this situation. Who has a little oh. a little reality show on uh, one of those TV channels that only uh, only ID eighty people TV. watch? Right. Yeah. Oh, she she calls this medium. He comes into the house, and um, you know they they cross the bridge. They actually get to the other side in terms of like opening up a door and letting these ghosts in. And at this point, you can still play it mysteriously. You know they could be in the room, the dark room with the candles and the symbolism and all this shit. And then, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, the the shadows start to move, and these and these uh, these people descend, and all of a sudden, it's like it's not what you were expecting out of a ghost. Right. Like it's it's uh it's like uh like they 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 come in all creepy and terrifying, and then they and just, then it's Ron Funches, and then <laughs> <laughs> like hey. seriously, hey everybody, oh hey. What are you guys doing? I just, I'm just trying to get, you know, just get out of my house. That's all. I don't mean to harm. I mean, but really, but that, but that tone, exactly that tone, like a a Ron Funches ghost appears, and you're just like, oh, this is not what we thought it was going to be. Right. Or they are creepy, and they just like sit down at the table, and they're like, all right, so uh, here's what's going on. <laughs> very, well, very oh, plain okay, so matter of fact. I don't know. We, you you could play it you could play it like how you play a joke whereas the first two that appear are creepy but they're sort of you know they're 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 willing to sit down and talk and then they're like Ronald Ronald come out and speak to these people Ronald is absolutely terrifying 
And then Ronald comes out and it's Ron Funches, who's like wearing, you know, like a polo shirt and khakis. He's not your typical ghost. Okay. Yeah. So you get that one, two, three play. Right. Okay, so we meet the ghosts. And how many ghosts are they? Are are they is it a family of ghosts? Let's do three. And let's say that these three people all lived in this house at different eras in time. How about that? Why? Why not? Why not? Because it, why would why not it be one family? You want to do a family? Because that, well, then I mean, it's, if we're to shifting me, it's, to, it's hard to play that joke. If we're sh- what? It, to me, then it would be hard to play that joke of two scary-ish ghosts and Ron Funches. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you could separate, like, oh, Ron Funches died in uh, 1997 in this house. Uh, this guy died in 1963, and the other guy died in 18. 18- 90 yeah but you, you know what i mean you like, don't so want that... to base the plot entirely on the one joke <laughs> just so the one joke works no no well but my point is is then or, you, you have what if it, it is like a little a family like a nice just regular family kind of like uh, beetlejuice uh but <laughs> what if like ron comes out and he's all scary and then he's like got a mask on but and I he's see, like, now, now you've sorry. got it in my head that it I'm is. I'm sorry, too. I scared you guys. I, uh, I know that's not nice, but but then it is sort of Beetlejuice at that point. Like we could we could do something other than Beetlejuice. I guess is my point. So it doesn't have to be exactly how I lay it out, but maybe we can meet in the middle somewhere. Okay. But the point is, I th- I think the three ghosts should be different, and that that allows for dynamics. I mean, you could right. always do family dynamics if it's a mom, a dad, and a kid. But then it's also kind of sad. Oh, 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 yeah. I like what you're going Because then this way, you have, like, the creepy ghost, right? From, like, the right. Civil War era. Yes. Who's, like, really angry and scary. And then Ron yeah. comes out, and he's like, <laughs> Jesse, stop being mean to these people. He's a nice, she seemed like a nice young lady. <laughs> and so then you have, yeah. you have a little comedic conflict between those guys exactly there's a there's a dynamism even between the ghosts because they're all kind of different but they all they're all essentially roommates in this house because they all they all died in this house at some point (laughs) i tell you jesse just keep going on about the civil war he tells me he tells me he worked for the north he was he's fighting for the north i don't believe him (laughs) i don't believe it i heard him use the (laughs) n-word <laughs> All right, so now this whole thing uh, lives or dies based on whether uh, Ron Funches will do it. That's right, and you know what? I think he'd be down. I think I think we're we're clever enough to get a, to get a, to land a Ron Funches. And here's the thing, folks: you may notice we do this almost every episode <laughs> where we cast it. It's a good idea because when you it is. you you throw a type in there, you start seeing ways to play it. So it's it's this it's like the second layer of templates. Like our first layer is the is the hero's journey wheel where it's like okay, we just need to kind of loosely fit everything into this. Then when you start getting into character building, you have to know like how you're tonally going to approach a character. Ron Funches pops into our head. Now we know how things are going to flow. Like it's you know what kind of a movie you're going to be in when Ron Funches is in your movie. Right. And it, and that's kind of the thing of like okay, how do you, you know, take a scary ghost and then make it the opposite <laughs> of what you would think right. and you get right. a lovable cuddly 
Ron Funches. Right. So, I mean, this this is the this is the threshold moment, but but I think that rolls us right into adaptation, right, for our character. So our main character, Jessica, mm-hmm. and uh, attorney at law. Yeah, Jessica, attorney at law. Tim Barry, professional ghost, ghost hunter. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're both they're both shocked at the fact that damn it ghosts are real, like uh, you know he calls himself a medium, but it's never worked before. Right. That, well, that's an interesting. And that could be an interesting angle we play with. Like if he kind of admits, look, this is just this is just theater, man. I just you know I'm trying to make a living. <laughs> yeah. I I have all these intru- these these ghost detecting instruments that just go off randomly, and I say, "Oh my God, the spirit's here!" I, I make a face into the camera, and I go, "What was that?" And then we you know we cut to commercial. Exactly. It's it's never it's never a thing. Yeah, and all of a sudden, which is I'm sitting here having a yeah. conversation with Ron Funches, the ghost. <laughs> But that's a, that's actually a funny dynamic, you know. Like like she never thought ghosts were real, but she's been confronted with them. She hires this medium who kind of came in knowing knowing he was a fraud, and turns out that there actually are ghosts. So he's so he's got something mm-hmm. to deal with. He's got something to adapt to. Right now, what's his motivation for doing it? Is she paying him? Oh, I would I would imagine so. You know, it's it's in the beginning her her attitude is like well. If there are ghosts here and this guy claims he can exercise them, then I better call him like I would call an exterminator if I had termites. <laughs> That's not nice. I'm not a termite. <laughs> are you calling me a bug? <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> All right. So, um, the, but, but so really... suddenly now we have a sort of standard people out of their element, wacky, uh, mismatched pairing but with a ghost. With a ghost. And, or a ghost. And really now... Plural. Ghosts. Three ghosts, right? We said a Civil War ghost. Who's, who's like just a cranky asshole. Yeah. And, and with that, we, we can have... play it tonally a little bit like uh, what we do in The Shadows. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant show. Brilliant, uh, brilliant movie. Yeah. Highly recommended. Word. Uh, so you got, your, you got your Civil War ghost. You got your Ron Funches ghost. What's the other ghost? Uh, Casper. It should, well, R- Ron's kind should of be Casper. A, but yeah, you got you got Ron, and you got a Civil War uh, guy. So let's put a let's put a female ghost in there. Let's let's kind of let's try to even this out a little bit. If she's the one that died, she's the one that died sometime in the seventies. So how do you play her? Is she sort of uh, Mrs. Brady? That's kind of a funny thing, right? Or like a Mad Men style uh, secretary. Okay. Yeah. Some, something. She's kind of. She's. She's. Uh. She's almost not Stepford wifeish, but just. It just in very pinned up and very proper, and and is trying to make sure that everybody's getting along. You know, we're all good here. I made some ghost cake. <laughs> it's gonna be lovely. Yeah. So I'll just put Mrs. Brady type. Now okay. what? What is the goal? What is yeah, the ultimate goal? We gotta goal get to the driving the ghosts. So maybe. So the ghosts wanted her out of the house originally, right? That's what ghosts do. They scare people out of this place so they can, I guess, live there in harmony. Right. Um, but so so now we need to decide what do the ghosts want? What do they really want? Because they're scaring people out of the house, but perhaps it's a little bit misguided. Maybe there's maybe there's a deeper truth to why they want people out of the house. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get Cause, to. 
maybe is it because you know and, and we're, we're trying to tie it back into maybe you know her her uh, her legal skills what if there's a um a big corporation that kind of owns this town or you know a big company that owns this town and they built this tract of homes over an old graveyard and that's why they always want people to get out of there because it's it's supposed to be their place of rest not a place where you uh you know flush the toilet okay all right the ghosts kind of just want you know the town to respect their place of rest okay but if that's what they want where does the uh agreement come in where it's like you're gonna help us legally how <laughs> right yeah it's good but but she she still wants to keep her house sure she wants to keep her house so maybe maybe this is her compromise she goes okay so this let's 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 figure out the name of a family like calhoun the calhoun corporation right that sounds like somebody who would own you know a, a large swath of a town in boise right or actually uh, actually let's say, uh, some some i'm thinking like the everglades that sounds like something down in like a little southern little florida alabama kind of okay so she's like you know what look i lost everything i lost my i lost my fiance i lost my chance to be partner i'm coming here to try and make a new life if if you let me keep this house you know i'll bring the calhouns to justice Mm. what if what if that's her what if that's her thing and maybe you know, normally people commit to the house and they they scare them away. Yet they kind of like Jessica, so they're kind of like, "Well, you can stay. We're friends now." <laughs> right, because she's she's offering up something. You know, like like all these ghosts, their their souls are in unrest because you know they were they were wronged by the Calhouns. All three of them, they have that God same damn that common denominator, the damn Calhouns, right? Yeah. Hold on a second. Sugar's barking. Shook's, Shook's got an idea for a plot point. A ghost dog? Is that what he's saying? And since we have established our protagonists, let's establish our antagonists. This is a, this is a very classic, like, comedic setup. The bad guys, the Calhoun family, what are, what are they up to? And, wh- and why are they going to butt heads with Jessica, attorney at law? Maybe she's just um, getting the word out that... You know, maybe she does a little research and finds out, you know, finds the evidence of what you said, that this was, uh, you know, a graveyard or whatever, a cemetery, and right. uh, people don't know that. Right. Maybe they illegally seized this cemetery or something. Like, she can she, and she digs through the books and she figures right. that out. And she finds the, uh, the evidence of it, and now she wants to go public with it. So that would obviously uh, be a problem for them. Yeah, the Calhouns would not like that. So is this house a Calhoun house? One of their many uh, estates? Yeah, I would imagine that the Calhouns bought this large swath of land that happened to have a cemetery on it. And, uh, and, they, and they purchased the land to build homes and then sell them, right? That's part of real estate is a, bi- is a big deal for these people. See, I think, we, I, do, I think we need to have something very specific for the Calhouns, not just like, hey... We don't want you to find us out. Like they got to be making a, yet another move at that point in time. There's there's got to be something else to stop to that that makes us want to have to stop them. What's something else that they could be doing that the Calhouns could be up to? I don't know, but I feel like this is almost like Scooby Doo 
when except Almost. except that uh, the <laughs> the Scooby gang uh, teams up with the ghosts. Yeah, which is kind of nice. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, we may have to put a pin in that. But I I, I do feel like there's something there should be something there where uh, it's a current ethically questionably thi- questionable thing that they're doing that she wants to also expose. What's something that a lot of companies do right now, or or that that are that's kind of sketchy right now, like uh, fracking? Yeah, uh, illegal dumping. Illegal dumping. Pollution, you know, polluting uh, water. You know what? Here's something interesting. Uh, when I used to live in uh, Century City in Los Angeles, outside my window, I would see this giant oil tower on a high school campus. Wow. So an oil an oil company was drilling for oil on a high school campus, which sounds kind of sketchy to me. Yeah. So what if it was something like that where the Calhouns... What if, like, really, in reality... She can't really do anything about the land that is that is that she now lives on. Like that's it's kind of over and settled. But if she can if she can bring the Calhouns to justice for something else, it can kind of satiate these ghosts' needs. You know what I mean? Like like all the ghosts can basically say when they when they first sit down and have their talk was, yeah, the Calhouns bought up this land, you know, so long ago and. They owned it when it was a cemetery, and then when they decided they wanted to make homes, they just took all the tombstones, crushed them up, and made cement, and then built a bunch of houses. You know, so like, so that aspect just introduces us to the Calhouns, but the Calhouns are actually up to something else, and she goes, you know what, if I can bring them to justice, can I live here in peace? You know what I mean? That, like, that's how we connect everything together. We don't, we don't have to necessarily tie the house, like, the, like a land dispute for the house into the plot necessarily yeah maybe in in her researching this and maybe even the ghost the ghost hunter guy is involved with this oh yeah we'll we get, get him like involved, what if sure. she sort of finds out and tell me if you uh you think this this would work where you know he does his research or they do the research together to be like you know there's always a reason why a house is haunted so we have to find out what it is so maybe he half believes you know what i mean like he kind of you know he's not a complete fraud the ghost hunter guy but the show is sort of you know obviously there's not that many ghost ghost experiences so the show is is mostly uh bullshit god damn it suge yeah he's really fucking this up Shug, shut up okay so his show is fake but he he does believe in spirits and stuff sure he believes he just never thought they were real like like he 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 had tried and tried and tried, but he'd never had any evidence. He well, just not like that. Nothing that you know ridiculously concrete. You know. Yeah, I mean, I do think it's funnier if he just did it as a job. Yeah, but then it's kind of like. But it does kind it, of. A, but it does kind of make him a grifter and a douchebag, and it's like, what? Then why yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah why yeah, would she yeah. fall in love with? Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's right, so, the point. Is she, she? He says, "Listen, there, there's a reason why houses are haunted, and that, and you have to find out what it is." So let's do some research, and then they—that's when they find out the whole Calhoun thing. When they con- they uh, contact the ghosts, they're like, "Hey, we know what happened with the whole Calhoun thing," and they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so then they all come together to go against the Calhouns. Right. So Tim discovers why ghosts haunt the house and obviously that would be something we we establish very quickly because it's not a it's not a ghost mystery 
film. No, no, it could, he could kind of come to the house with that research in hand. Like, I've been doing some research on this house, and it's actually been reported. You know, hauntings have been reported in, in 1999 and in 1980-something and all the way back in, you know, yeah. 1912 or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he has evidence ahead of time, so when he comes in, they have their little seance, they have their little meeting, their ghosts appear, and they're like, hey, we think we know why you're upset. The, this, these Calhouns built a house on your on your graves. Right. But we still really haven't established what the Calhouns are up to. We know that uh, Jessica is going to bargain with the ghosts to make it work. Right. Well, maybe, does she even have to bargain? Maybe once they all, like, kind of talk and understand each other. Right. She, she offers she, her she, services she's to like, make Let it me, right. Yeah, exactly. Let me help. And maybe even we. And then maybe, really, maybe what she we, can be like is, I'm going to need your guys' help too. She's going to need the ghosts' help. Right. And maybe at the end is when they're like, you know, you can stay here. It's cool. <laughs> right. Right. We're all friends now. Or, well, okay. So what if? So so the, the cranky, a lawyer has the cranky to do what? civil war guy is not into it though. But you know, he's he's outvoted. <laughs> well, a woman lawyer. I mean, that would be ridiculous in his day. Right. Uh, but what if? So, you know, a good lawyer has to build a case. So she has to build a case against the Calhouns. What if she, you know, she, she uses each of them as sort of, uh, as, as witnesses in, in, the, in her case against the Calhouns, and she finds a common denominator, and that common denominator is something the Calhouns are still up to in the present day. Okay. So that common denominator has, has affected the lives of a Civil War soldier uh, a 1970s Mrs. Brady type and Ron Funches in the 90s. <laughs> right. Cause, and that's what, what did they do? That's another thing where, uh, you know, when you're talking about the South, you know, you have those, like, families, those, those uh, slave estate families that have just been powerful. Yeah, they own tobacco farms yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, does it really matter what... I mean, it matters, obviously, if we were writing the script right now. I just think... I think I think if what we can do is is why it matters is it gets us to the get, and then from the, the get, we get the payoff, the return, and the change. We get all those things. We just need what the get is. So I think if we can find a common denominator for all three of our ghosts, mm. we can just apply that to present day for the Calhouns. So what's a, what could be a common denominator between these three very different types of people? Illegal land... I know, I know we talked about land seizure. Maybe we stick with that. Maybe it is the illegal land seizure. But it's not sexy. It's not funny. It's not interesting. Right. <laughs> That's the problem with illegal land seizure. It, re it reads like it and it plays like it. Yeah. What's a sexier crime? Here's a question. Do the ghosts show up in court? We we can figure that out. That'll be part of part of the get. That'll be some fun stuff. That'll be funny, um, because I do think you should get them out of the house. But how you get them out would I think be a, a funny thing to try and play with. Right. Or maybe maybe um, maybe we're getting in the weeds. We might be. We might be. You know, we'll we'll figure this out. But um, did you see the movie Hell or High Water? I don't think so. So in Hell or High Water. These guys rob a bank that is foreclosing on their mom's house because her mom's house has because her mom's land has oil on it. So like it's a, it's this commentary on how, you know, the banks are controlling everything and they're kind of screwing everybody over just to make themselves more rich. Right. 
so so what if what if the Calhouns are up to something where they're at it again and 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 Jessica can stop them this time? I don't know if it necessarily has to be something that ties everything together. Just the fact that you know be they, nice, they've been, yeah, yeah. of course. But that takes yeah. that that that's going to take some pondering. It will. So, it but it's definitely you know the common thread here is that the Calhouns have been just uh, running roughshod over the town for centuries. Right. So the Cal, we'll just say for now, the Calhoun needs, Calhouns need to be brought to justice. Yeah. They're like the Sweetums Corporation. <laughs> they are like the Sweetums Corporation. Uh, so maybe the ghosts can each offer their own bit of help to, to get the get happening, right? So the ghosts help build the case. Can they? Is that, are you asking? Yeah. No, I think they can. I, th- I think I'm stating it as a fact. The ghosts help build the case. You know, they each, from each different era, they can provide evidence that maybe e- even isn't documented or wouldn't wouldn't otherwise be known. Right. Point. Unless you talk to somebody from that time, right? So They could point so the Jessica help. in the right direction to find exactly. so the she, evidence she needs to build her case. There's got to be some hilarious scene where the ghosts go out into the real world and try to pass themselves off as real humans. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's got to happen at some point. Well, you know? and, th- and that's just, the other thing. Just for our own. Is while all this uh, stuff is happening, as far as this uh, battle, this legal battle between uh, Jessica and the Calhouns, um, there has to be, like, a whole bunch of odd couple shit happening in the house where nobody's getting along. Oh, my gosh. Uh, people are stepping on each other's, you know, feet metaphorically. and uh, I'm writing that down. Privacy, odd couple hijinks. You know, this... There's privacy issues, <laughs> especially for her. Especially, There's, you know, for for for, for her Jessica. and her love interest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, so there's a lot of odd couple they hijinks. Could be, they could we'll be, put that in there. They could be getting romantic when uh, all of a sudden uh, Bernard, the Civil War guy, is sitting in the corner being creepy. <laughs> so the, we got those hijinks. We'll want that. For now, we're just going to say that they're going to help bring the Calhouns to justice, but then something's got to something they got to pay for that. There's there's got to be a price to pay for getting what they want. Mm. Oh, like oh, what if that makes will make them finally rest in peace, which means they'll have to go away. They'll go. They'll move on, which is is bittersweet. Oh, okay. So what? If, yeah, let's expand on that really quickly. So what if um, the case against the cow? She brings the case against the Calhouns, and then they discover, you know, well, the, it turns out the Calhouns illegally seized this land. It's a, it's a cemetery, and and we, we have to do what's right. We have to tear down these houses, and uh, and and so what's going to happen? Jessica's going to lose her house, and the ghosts are going to go away. That's a big pay. That's a big problem for everybody because it's kind of like we've been we've been creating this world where it's all starting to work out, and now now that they've gotten what they wanted, it gets pulled out from under them. Right. Okay, so let's write that down under pay. So ghosts go away, and then Jessica could lose the house or will lose the house. So, like, what's Jessica gonna do now? You know what she's gonna do now? She's going to become the co-host of the Ghost Hunter show. (laughs) 
Boom. Well, you know what? I would drop yes. the mic, but yes. it would make too much noise. Yeah, that would be too much. That would be too noisy. But yes. Yeah, so what they can do is they can offer up something to the the city or whoever the state versus, and just say, look, you know, we can bring this show to town and create a a, a revitalized economy through through uh, you know film and television projects and uh, and and through tax incentives and all that stuff. So they so that's how Tim helps everything out. You know, and somehow there we'll have to get uh, we'll have to get the the state to uh, to allow the land to remain as is. What do you mean? In other words, we don't we don't uh, we don't really want her house to get torn down. So s- somehow they'll have to decide like, oh, okay, we're gonna let you keep the house. Why? Well, then what you said she loses the house. Well, that's that's the pay for them actually exposing that, the Calhouns. I don't like that you call it pay. Pay sounds like they're getting something. That's a cost. I didn't. I didn't label it the pay. That's what the dang the template had on there. For, but anyway, why don't you, you get think for yourself, sheeple? <laughs> I'm over here writing this shit down. Yeah, well, um, you're younger than me, so you've got you know that youthful energy. We can definitely edit all this out. No, this is, <laughs> we will not. This is less than interesting. This is less than interesting. Your um, face is less than interesting. So they revitalized the town through reality television. And then... I think that's a little bit of the weeds there. Like the ghost, so what were we The ghosts have to go away, right? Which they want to. They're done. They've been wandering around for all this time. So they get to rest in peace, finally. But it's sort of sad, because they've all become friends. They've all become close. Right. Um, right. Jessica loses his beautiful house that she, uh, she was, was going to start her new life. And what's she going to do? The sort of consolation prize is that she's fell in love again. Okay. With Tim. Okay. And I think it's just kind of a, it's a comedy, right? Mostly. So it's kind of funny. Like, she's like, well, what am I going to do now? And then, what do, or what are we going to do now? And then all of a sudden it's like, you cut to, Jessica, did you hear that? No, I did. I, I heard something. And it's cold over here. You know, and, and she's just the co-host of the, of the ghost show now. Okay, so Jessica and Tim team up to become ghost hunt, reality TV ghost hunters. Right, and maybe there's something that she adds where it's not like she's just helping, you know, she's not just doing his thing, but maybe somehow she's like, um, <laughs> our, our, the, the lawyer, hold on, the lawyer on our team has looked into the history of this uh, this house, and here's what we found out. So they kind of, what he, she adds to it is, instead of it just being like, ooh, it's spooky here, weird things are happening, is she's there, she kind of does more research and, like, exposes those the things like the Calhouns. Like, here, Let's expand, here's where, Let's it was, on here's where people were wronged. And the possible I, I, I like I like... I like the direction you're heading in, but right. I think it's like it's a little too straightforward and a little less comedic. So let's expand on it. Let's twist this a little bit. Okay. What if her specialty was real estate law? Okay, that and that and that ties into pretty much everything we've done anyway. We just never specified what kind of law she was into. So what if she's into real estate law? So what they end up doing is having a highly successful ghost hunter reality show where he's the ghost hunter. And she's like the real estate agent in in essence. It's all it's like it's like a house flippers slash ghost hunters show. Interesting. 
You know what I mean? Just right. so, it, so it ends up so, it, it ends up funny and wacky. Right. So in other words, someone buys a house that's haunted. Yes. At a great price because it's haunted. Tim gets the ghost out of there. <laughs> and she, uh, what does she do? <laughs> she can flip. She can flip the house for them. She, you know, she does the renovations. And it makes sense because when we when we showed her in the beginning, what was she doing? She was renovating her own house. Right. All right. Love it. All right. Not bad. Yeah. And then Ron Funches shows up at the end. He's like, I didn't go away. I like it here. <laughs> I wasn't going to go anywhere. I like you guys too much. Sh- if you need a ghost on your show, I'm available. <laughs> Is there a ghost actors right. union? <laughs> We're going to get Ron on the horn for this one. Yeah, damn right we are. All right, so to recap, uh, we start out with a woman who was, uh, you know, uh, an ambitious uh, city-dwelling real estate lawyer who was about to make partner, and the whole world got pulled out from under her. So she goes to a small town, starts over. Wasn't she? uh, Are we we abandoning the uh, recently divorced thing? I mean, that's it's it's not it doesn't really factor in, does it? It's just another thing. Okay, it's I'm just, gonna, it's I, just another thing of like her wanting to start her life over. Okay, okay you, you you killed the whole momentum there. I know. We'll just start over. We're gonna edit this piece out. We it really doesn't matter. That part never factored in, so I don't know why you had to stop it for that. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I wanted like, to stop know. It for the I wanted to know stuff. if that fact, stop it for if, the if important we're, if we're stuff. ditching that or not. That's why. I just, it just never, it literally never factored in again from that point on. It doesn't mean that it's, it couldn't be a, a useful part of the plot just because we don't, you I know, suppose. dive into I mean, every single thing. We never talked about Mrs. Brady, the ghost, and what her deal is. Does that mean we, yeah, we ditch her? No, but it doesn't mean we stop everything to, add, to re-add it back in when we never addressed it in the first place. We did address it. In the beginning, we said okay, she's recently off. divorced and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so in conclusion, or, okay, we'll start over again. I'm going to leave all this in. So we're going to leave it all in. In summary, we have a city-dwelling, ambitious real estate attorney who is about to make partner at her firm, and the whole world gets pulled out from under her, so she moves to a small town gets herself a nice big house and starts to renovate it and she's she's going to she's going to put up a law practice there and all of a sudden out of nowhere she starts being haunted. Uh so she's terrified but she's also a determined person so she calls a very unlikely uh person that she would she would bring in which is this medium named Tim and her and Tim do this séance and discover that there are indeed three ghosts in her house a Civil War soldier, a Mrs. Brady type, and the lovable Ron Funches. Uh, also, his <laughs> Ron Funches from the 90s, which I think we we, we agree is, is funny. Yes. Because um, then he can talk about Toad the Wet Sprocket. That's right. They, yes, a lot, a lot of great references. Are Toad the Wet Sprocket still around? <laughs> are you guys into uh, Seven Mary Three? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of odd couple hijinks, and ultimately um, Jessica offers up her services to make their li- the ghosts' lives 
Right. And uh, and Tim can help out, too, because Tim has, a, you know, a, a bit of experience in this area as a reality television ghost hunter. So they team up and they bring to they, they bring to justice this family called the Calhouns that have uh, that have been wreaking havoc on this town ever since the Civil War era. And uh, and our ghosts help them build a case against them. Uh, they 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 bring the Calhouns to justice. But not without payment, or not without cost, rather. Well done. Um, Jessica will end up losing her house, and because everything is brought back to normal, the ghosts will actually go away because they have no reason to haunt anymore because their place of rest has been restored to its res- respectful and original way. Um, so once again, Jessica is kind of had the, had the world pulled out from under her. Mm-hmm. But now she has this wonderful guy, Tim, who helped her out, and they've fallen in love despite their differences and despite being from completely different walks of life. They team up together to do a reality TV ghost hunter slash house renovation show. And Ron Funches returns. Yeah, he does. I'm back. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. If you really need coverage on your scripts you should go to screenplayground.com that's right really ron (laughs) not only that you should like contact us on the social medias and let us know what you like what you don't like what you want to see more of all that fun stuff i'm at the spilled bag of ice not the spilled bag of ice i'm at (laughs) spill bag of ice on the twitters and the instagram and Patrick. And I am at Director Patrick on the Twitter and the Instagrams. Get at us. Find Screen... Well, you've already found Screen Playground if you're listening to it, but it's available pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. And uh, and especially on ScreenPlayground.com, where you can get all your coverage needs met. For sure. We're good. I mean, you, Very you good. already know that. We just pitched a, a Ron Funches ghost movie. <laughs> And you're going to go see it. I would. I mean, I would write it. (laughs) Between now and when our Ron Funch's ghost movie comes out, I'm sure you'll hear a few more podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. I'm sure you'll hear at least a few more. What? Oh, you stepped on me, man. Gotta edit all this. Subscribe to the Screen Playground podcast on iTunes. Give it a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. Leave it a good review. You can also find it on many other podcast apps and on ScreenPlayground.com.